I want to welcome you to another episode. In fact, this is episode number 72 of the Darren Sargent Show. This is the podcast where you get life advice from a single-handed perspective. I'm glad you've joined us. It's been a minute or two since our last episode. It's been a busy season. But today, I'm going to talk to you, well, I don't even know what I want to call this. I haven't put a title on it. I guess I should do that before I get started, but maybe it'll come to me in the middle of it. But let's talk a little bit about the purpose of the potter. There we go. I figured it out. The purpose of the potter right here on the Darren Sargent Show. Thanks for tuning in. There's an interesting scripture in Jeremiah 18 that has been one of my favorite portions of scripture for years now. It's the story of the potter and the clay. If you have your Bible, I'll read you some of the scripture, but if you have your Bible, uh, this is one of those stories that you just kind of remember. I've remembered this incident in scripture since I was just a child, but there's so many lessons in this one passage, and there is no way that we can properly expound upon all of them in this episode. But it's interesting to me to see the progress of the potter in his work with the clay. Now, it's basically just two verses that kind of jump out at me when I look at this passage, but allow me to kind of dig around with them for just a moment here in this episode. The scripture says, Then I went down to the potter's house, Jeremiah 18, then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter, so he made it again another vessel that seemed good to the potter to make it. Now, there's so much in those two verses that we could talk about, but the Bible tells us right from the beginning that the potter calls that piece of clay a vessel long before it ever got to the finished product. And I believe that God says some things about you and I that probably have not happened yet. We've not seen them in our lives yet, but he sees what you and I are going to become long before some of us will ever get to that finished product. Look at the life of Abraham. He he begins walking and looking for a city whose builder and maker is God, and when he starts stepping forward, the Bible says that God starts speaking to him and telling him of the promises that were going to come into his life, but Abraham never truly saw those promises. His children did. Sometimes God says some things about us that we're not quite there yet. We aren't at that finished product, but God sees what we're going to be while we still are what we are. Oh, that could that could be an episode in and of itself. But here's another thing real quick that I think needs to be mentioned. The Bible says as the potter was making the clay into the vessel, it tells us that it became marred in the hand of the potter. Somehow this piece of clay didn't, measure up to 
what it needed to be. It, it became messed up. It, it was marred. It, it, maybe it cracked. Maybe it was no longer able to function the way that the potter intended for it to function. But here's the cool thing about this. Instead of throwing it away and starting over, the story goes on to tell us that the potter, he takes the same piece of clay and he makes it again another vessel. God didn't take it. The potter doesn't take it and throw it away because it, it, it had some, some fractures and some faults. But he just started over with the same ingredients because God doesn't necessarily, hear me somebody, God doesn't want to exchange you. He wants to redeem you. I think so often because of our mistakes and our mishaps, our bloops and our blunders, we we so often think that we are no longer quality material that God can work with. And the ultimate desire of God is for you and I to understand our purpose, our usefulness in the plan of God for our lives. Vessels are made to be filled and vessels are made to be used to function to fulfill a distinct purpose. And though we may have flaws and cracks and bumps and bruises, God God is able to make us into the vessel he desires for us to become. The Bible says he made it as seemed good to the potter to make it. It wasn't somebody else's rendition. It wasn't somebody else's idea. It wasn't, you know, that person on Instagram's opinion. It, It was the potter's desire as seemed good to the potter to make it. There's another episode in and of itself again. You know, I, I when I get up in the morning, I love coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker. I probably am um, maybe, maybe or maybe not a coffee snob. I just like good coffee. But I don't go grab a cup or mug out of the cabinet that has a crack in it. Because it's going to it's going to get all over me. It's going to burn my one good hand off, and then then I'm useless. But I want something that's whole. I want something that's functioning. God, even when we have the bumps and the bruises and the flaws and the cracks, He doesn't exchange us. He redeems us. He works in us. He makes us a vessel that seems good to Him to make. So for somebody that may be listening to the to this podcast today, I want to remind you, you are in good hands. You're in the hand of the potter. You're, you're in better hands than Allstate <laughs> because his hands are healing hands and his hands are molding hands and his hands are shaping hands and his hands are, hands are redeeming hands. And the purpose of God for your life, for my life, is that we live this abundant life the Bible says that he's given us life and that more abundantly. This resonates. This resonates with me, and I think this resonates with what the psalmist declared in Psalms 92. Listen to this. The righteous shall flourish. That word flourish, we could put that word abundant. The righteous shall be abundant like the palm tree, flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow. I love these words, flourish, grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Verse 13 of Psalm 92 says, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. There it is again in the courts of our God. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Well, I better not talk about that. But it's the intent of the Almighty 
for you and I to flourish and to grow. That is God's ultimate desire for you. That's God's ultimate desire for me. But we can only flourish, we can only grow, we can only become if we are properly planted where we are supposed to be planted and we understand what that really means and what that all that entails. Here's, here's where we need to go for just a second. The trouble we often come against is that we don't necessarily enjoy the process God uses to make us or to see us get properly planted. That takes time. And in our society, we, oh man, we are so used to getting everything so quickly, so rapidly that we miss the purpose of time and struggle and preparation that God uses to to work in us and get us to where we need to be to prepare us. Some people want the victory without the battle. They want the position without the work it takes to get to that arena of potential. Now, God knows your full potential better than anybody else, and he leads us and guides us toward the version of who we are going to be if we let him. i got to go back to that clay from just a moment in Jeremiah 18 to remind us, what if that clay had a voice? What if that clay decided, you know, this is too difficult. I'm getting pushed and prodded. I'm getting smashed and smushed. (laughs) This isn't fun. This hurts. This is unnecessary. Why do I have to go through this? Why is this happening in my life? But that is what is needed to get the vessel formed, to get the clay to the final finished product. I love the verse of Scripture that says we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God has God has a plan. Think about this for just a moment. God has a plan for you to flourish. God has a plan for you to grow, to become, to move into what he has destined for you to become. You and I are not our own handiwork. I'm already shorthanded. I can't fix anything. (laughs) We are the handiwork of God. My life is not my own school project. I'm God's project. You are God's project. You are God's handiwork. You are God's masterpiece. And I truly believe that God made you and I to flourish. In fact, let me just briefly, as we close this thing down, see three areas I want to talk to you about. And then we'll, we'll, we'll put it all, wrap it all up, put a bow on it. I want to take three words that I want you to focus on today. The word outside, the word inside, and the word beyond. We are to receive life from outside of ourselves. This comes from God. This comes from the Spirit of God working in us, which then creates vitality within ourselves. Because once I have God working on me, it begins to affect me. My purpose, my plans, my passions, my desires begin to change. I begin to flourish. I begin to create. I begin to do the things God wants me to do. And then finally, it's because we are created to produce blessing beyond ourselves. You are not your own. You are bought with a price to fulfill a purpose. We are to create in order to produce blessing beyond ourselves, outside, within, and beyond. And to grow and to flourish really means moving towards God's moving toward God's best version of you, who He desires you to become, and how He desires you to impact your world. I'm so glad you've joined us today on the Darren Sargent Show. I hope this has been a blessing to you. 
something that was just on my spirit. I want you to have a blessed day. Remember, God has great things in store for your life. He has plans to give you a good future, a future of success and purpose. Go after it. Understand the purpose of the potter is to make you into the vessel he's created you to become. God bless you. Have an awesome day.